The greatest thing we have to understand is whenever we say as a human being, I feel this energy stuck, we're actually making it stuck in that moment. We always want to say, I feel the energy is a little sluggish, but it's still moving. Because we always want to see energy always moving. Everything is moving in the universe. It's a wonderful moving field of consciousness and energy and emotion. The wind is moving. The planet's moving. The trees are moving. Your cells are moving. Everything is moving. So when we understand frequency formulas, we begin to find the frequency that that moves that very, uh, how do you say, movement into a greater flow. We have a super, super, super special guest today. And, and I know that I say that about pretty much all of our guests, but they really are so special. Mostly because they share, every, each and every one of them share so much wisdom. And they come in here and they spend the time with us and share all their knowledge and their tips and tools. And so they are very special. But today we have, um, as I was saying, a very special guest. Uh, if you don't already know him, he goes by Shaman Durek, and I know he'll be joining us shortly, but I'll just give a little bit of background uh, until he joins us. Shaman Durek is a sixth generation shaman. He is the author of a best-selling book. It's called Spirit Happiness. I have it right here. I'll bring it out again later so you guys can, uh, he'll be talking about it, and then uh, you guys can take a look at the cover, and if you're interested, you can obviously order it. But his focus is on the evolution of humanity and simplifying our lives through common sense. Hi, Shannon Derek. Uh, I'm just talking about you right now. Is there waiting for you to come on and just talk about how amazing you are? So what he's been doing, his journey, his mission, he's been redefining wellness and what wellness means by putting the power back into our hands, into the people's hands, so that we can consciously live our lives authentically and in alignment. So he uses ancient, powerful ancient teachings, shamanic teachings, and basically he makes everything attainable and understandable for us, for a mainstream audience, so that we can understand these ancient tools and teachings. And today he is going to share with us, um, and he's so wonderful, do you see what he's saying? He's like, it's not about me, it's about the people and just things that he's done. It, I, I, it's about all of us, but Shaman Derek, you are the one that's sharing this with us. So it's about you, it's about me, it's about all of us because we are all one and we are all love. And I'm so excited for these spirit hacking tools that he's going to share with us and just some tips of them to really powerfully alchemize us. So um, Shaman Derek, when you get a chance, will you um, send in a request? to join me on the live, uh, or let's see, I just, now I just set your request. I just remembered how to do that. Um, I'm so happy to see your face. So grateful. Oh, I'm so, I'm so grateful to you, Shalmandra. I'm so, I already feel your energy and your love here. So, Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for making this and making us a part of your morning. 
Uh, it's an honor to be here. And then thank you for having me, uh, you know, to be with you today. It is so, uh, I'm so honored. I don't even, I just, I feel like a kid in a, just a, a candy store. So you know, I love your energy and, you know, I always love, and I'm checking in and what you're doing and, you know, and dropping messages and, you know, and I'm here for you anytime you need me. And I love you dearly. And thank you for being on this planet. So Shamander, as I was saying, there's a lot of people on here that have just, they've joined on, they, they know you, but they want to know a little bit more. What, what is it? What's, what does it mean to be a shaman? What's shamanism? These are all the questions that I'm getting before yeah. I arrive. And I think that people just want to know a little bit about your background and just even that first to start, um, because there are so many questions like, you know, I don't, what ancient teachings, what ancient tools. I know a shaman is, you know, like things like that. So, so. Yeah. So, so basically my background comes from West Africa and from Haiti, which is on my dad's side. And then on my mother's side, it comes from Norway and the Viking um, side of my family, which is interesting. So it's really, it's, a, it's an interesting combination because my father was an apprentice to my grandmother who through all the lineages, each of them have apprentices, their child and brought them into shamanism. Then my dad walked away from shamanism and it skipped, all the powers skipped over to me. So it's really interesting because when you're in a family of shamans, every person holds the energy from all the ancestors on the other side, and then they give you their abilities. And then as that next person steps in line, you, they give you their abilities. And so in my family growing up, when I was about five years old, I started to notice that I had these, uh, these abilities. I could see spirits, I could see energies, I could feel what people were feeling and connecting into. And then as I got uh, like in my elementary school and more into high school, it got stronger and stronger. And my family was like, we need to start training you and helping you understand how to understand what is the, the basis of shamanism. So a lot of times when people think shamanism, they think plant medicine, they think yeah. ayahuasca, they think iboga, yeah. they think, you know, all of the different plant medicines that are out there. Medicines are spirits. They represent the, the understanding of the old world, what spirits would connect with you. But then the spirits became the plant and they bring their medicine to you. Mm -hmm. However, shamanism isn't based in plant medicine. Shamanism is based in relationship. And it's, a, it's, a, it's the type of relationship. It's the relationship that is governed by how you connect with yourself, with the food you eat, with the people around you, with nature, with the animals, with the wind that comes in front of you or the sun in the sky. And those relationships have to be truly authentic and in its most loving and um, most aware experience. So everyone has relationships in life, but what happens is that we're on a planet that has been a slave planet for far too long. Yeah. They think the idea that your value is antiquated on by what you create what you own, what you achieve, and who you know, and how pa and popular, and how many likes and loves you get. So the idea of human awareness is based on a trajectory of following whatever pattern or whatever grid lines them up to getting this level of love, instead of giving themselves permission to be already in that seat of love and know that love is always there. So you're on a planet that uses duality as a force to give you an idea that you're actually making a choice. Yeah. So in shamanism, it's a, for us to become shaman, 
we have to go behind the scene and understand what's going on in the psyche, what's going on with um, the earth, what's going on with the community. How are people adapting? Are people adapting? Are they socially communing together? Or are they creating destruction, despair, and chaos because of their inability to uh, step into the unknown and then to regulate new technology and information for their development? So as, as we begin to understand, so for me, a lot of my training was in my family shamanism. And then I decided to study other things. So I went into Christianity, became a reborn again Christian. Wow. I, I, I delve into the Bible, read all of the verses, the books of Acts, Corinthians, you know, Deuteronomy, you name it. I like all the Bible scriptures. Then I wanted to understand why people believe what they believe. And I wanted to really understand where, where is the love present in all cultures? Then I studied Hinduism. Then I moved to Israel and I moved in with a religious family in Israel where you have to cover your, 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 your skin and you have to follow the holy days and go to, you go to synagogue, you know, and you get separated from the men and from the women. You studied the Torah and the Talmud. And I, you know, I learned some Hebrew, which has been amazing. And what it did was it helped me to understand that. And then I, I went to Turkey and had friends teach me about the Quran and help me understand the ayats and all of the different things about Fatma and Ali and, and, and Muhammad and really understanding. And then I went into understanding all forms of magic and hermetic laws and all of these things. And what I found in all of these things was in every little bit, including shamanism, there was some aspect that wasn't held in love. So I always consider myself to be like a juicer and I just juice all that stuff and all the stuff you don't need at the pulp and yes. all that that get rid of that nonsense. And let's just focus on the good stuff, right? I'm big on juice, you know. Right? Yeah, you just juice it. And, that, and so what it does, it allows you to ascertain the information and the wisdom that is right for your technology as this human biological uh, spacesuit and allow you to be able to bring that information into your life in a way that's purposeful and, avail and available for other people to be seen and to be heard. Mm -hmm. So the, the idea of remembrance, it's like, I don't consider myself a teacher or a guru. I don't believe in those things. I don't believe in hierarchy and I don't believe it's about me. It's about the people. And so I always say like, if you're on this planet, it's about serving the people. If yes. you're a janitor, you're cleaning toilets so people can sit down and have a clean toilet. Yes. If you are an artist, you're here to bring beautiful art, which is alchemy, so people's minds can open to other dimensional gates of awareness through their synapses and the way in which their brain is firing off those electrons in their system and all of, and all of that. It, you know, whatever you do and whatever you are, it's about the people. And so the moment we make it about ourselves is the moment we lose the track of what's really important. Yes. And so shamanism is about keeping you in that space where you see the collective, but then you see the, also the autonomy and the power that you hold as an individual to not be codependent. Yes, yes, yes. I love that you said that. That is such a powerful reminder. And there's a few people that just said, when did this start? Can you just that's something that everyone is listening. Write that down. Can you say that? Can you repeat that one more time, Shaman? Derek? Just it's it's about not having that codependence. Could you repeat that? Yeah. So the age of codependency has has crippled us as a society and has broken us from the understanding of how to build true community. 
So when we operate in this idea that we have to save another person or someone has to save us, we lose the autonomy. We lose our ability to recognize that we are the manifestors. And so codependency has to be um, eliminated, truly. And, you know, and, and so the understanding is when people go into these ideas like, oh, you can only be a shaman if you're born in a tribe. That's not true because it's not the tribe that chooses the shaman. It's the spirit that choose the shaman based on the fact that the shaman listens to the spirits more so than the people. Because if someone comes to me, right, and I I look at people, I can go in and see all the things that are going on with their life. But the reason why I can is because I have this deep love for everything. So when you love, you literally can see it all. When you judge, you only see your own reality that you're accepting and creating. You're not really seeing the person because you can't. Because in order to see another person, you have to step into a place where you are able to remove the information and the knowledge that you were holding on to. You cannot use the knowledge that the matrix has programmed you with to understand the unknown. And so when I was a kid and spirits would come to me and say, you know, we want you to do this and we want you to do that. That's how you know who's the next aligned shaman is the shaman is the one who hears spirit, interprets the dream, not just the dream that's in the dream plane, but the dream of humanity and the way that humans are dreaming themselves into creation and dreaming creation into self. Yes. And so all of these realities You know, so if I'm working with a Wall Street exec or if I'm working with an engineer or if I'm working with a scientist, it's the same basis, but all it is, is it's centered on creating space. So when people say, oh, I'm going to have a session with you, Shaman Durkin, I'm like, no, darlings, you're really not coming to have a session with me. You're actually coming to have a moment with yourself and to face off with the part of yourself that fights yourself from your power. Because it's, 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 a, it's, that, it's the old mentality that human beings have, 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 have to understand that this system's whole idea is to keep you in a reactive state, yeah. to keep you in a place of uncertainty and fear, which is a virus. Fear is a virus. It's a virus that gets into your body and it blocks your mind, it blocks your eyes, it blocks your feeling and your ability to perceive. And it wants to keep you divided because if you ever read the book of Genesis in the book of Genesis and you look at the scripture of the towers of Babel, you will see that when we came together as a collective, the beings that have been enslaving this planet that are sending tele uh, frequency messages into the minds of people to make them to go against themselves with their own power, wanted us divided. And so they scrambled our thoughts and that's what they're doing right now. They're scrambling us. They want to scramble your thoughts because if they can scramble your thoughts, then you become a person who's emotionally insecure and you start reacting to everything you see and experience. And shamanism is not about reaction. It's about observation. Mm. Mm. That's beautiful. And that's, you know, I, I thought I understood uh, to a degree, but just everything that you've just shared is so, it, it's elevated what my understanding is as well. And I can tell from, from all the messages that that was really impactful, Shaman Durek, and that was really beautiful. And 
I really love and appreciate the way you explain things. You know, you, you explain things in such a beautiful way that also really simplifies and makes it very, uh, it's easy to grasp and attainable and digestible. And I think that especially right now with what, with everything that's going on, people are having such a hard time sorting out and discerning, you know, what, like the, the types of fear, right? And discerning what, what is going on and how they should think and feel. I mean, I know that this is the this is the work that you do and what you share, but especially right now, what's some what's something or what are a few things that people can do as soon as they get off this live to shift, you know, or to have a different perspective or to, to do what you're teaching, what you're sharing. Teaching might not be the right word because you don't want me to use that word, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so I love you. <laughs> you know how I feel about that teaching nonsense. <laughs> in all truth, we're always remembering. And then someone said something about the reptilians, and I really need to come in on that really for a quick moment. Yes, I saw that as well. Okay, I am reptilian. I have. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a hybrid species of reptilian and Andromedia, and I also hold the energies of the ancient. Um, um, uh, spirits from the old world. And I can tell you the lies that they've told about our species, we are cluster uh, beings. That means that we've come here to create structures that help people to come into liberation. Now, what they want to do is pin it on us reptilians, like Princess, my girlfriend, Princess Marta. She's also a reptilian. You know, we come, we are here to basically shake up the system. Anything that is held in structure that actually limits or holds human beings from seeing liberation, we come as interrupters to interrupt frequency. Now, the ones who are enslaving the planet, if you want to go into a more undefined point of view, are the greys. And what they do is they have taken people off the planet and then learn about our weaknesses and how frequency moves through us. Uh -huh. And then they bring that, they, they learn how to disrupt our frequencies by sending frequencies. That's why 5G and all these things are right. being put in because the, rep, the, the reptilians have been wanting to break the system of the matrix mm -hmm. and the grays want to, to control us because there are there is what is called a ring of planets in our uh, outside, not in our, our central, uh, central alignment of planets. There's a ring of planets, and each of those planets are being taken over by those grays. And ours is the last one in this level of the solar system. And if our planet gets taken over, a black hole opens, and we get pulled into that black hole. So, you know, I don't want to get too far out for people because, um, and you can actually look at these things and, and find these things and hidden religions and things right. of this nature. But what we must understand is this, is that the grades only have the power to scramble your mind when you are not operating in the place of unconditional love or when you're operating in fear because fear is a virus mm -hmm. and it gets in to make it possible for the grays to scramble you. And the grays will use government people and everything to create rules, to divide and create technology to scramble, okay? So again, please stop putting down, um, stop putting down my, um, my, where I come from, the reptilians. We are not what they say we are. And we are actually here to help you so that you can find true liberation. That means no labels, no rules, none of the stagnant stuffy things you see on planet earth 
because the stagnant stuffiness that you see on planet Earth is not good for your soul. Your soul was born to be free. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. And that's beautiful. And, you know, I, there's something, and it's, it's going to sound almost too simplified, but we talk about unconditional love. You know, we talk about peeling back all these labels that we are all one, that we're all together. We're the same. Why is that such a challenge for some people? And what can, what can, what can they do? You know, I, I mean, speaking for myself, I feel that I, I channel unconditional love. I know that I, it's a constant journey. There's still more that I have to learn. Um, there's, there's still more that I'm learning all the time and I embrace that. But we, there are people that really have a struggle with that. Um, and how would you say, what, what can they do? Um, what direction would you say? For that so that they can embrace and take away these labels and to and to kind of fight that fear what would you say so the first thing we have to understand is that every presence of spirits that exist both in the invisible or in the physical as other people mm-hmm. are governed by the idea of wanting to make you feel as if you have no power and that you get stuck in duality and you get stuck in the separation between the masculine and the feminine energy, which creates the chaos, right? And so if we understand the energies of the Eva Gamora and the um, Adam Kadam energy, right? Just the masculine and feminine polarities of the divine Eva, which is the Eve and the Adam, which is the um, Adam Kadam. These energies are literally needing to be synergized inside of you. So when you synergize the masculine and feminine and you get out of the um, idea of separation and duality for the sake of argument or pride or the need to justify something, every time we need to justify something, in that moment, we should just stop. Right. 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 Because the idea of conversation and communication is the is is the cornerstone of evolution. And so if we understand that everything is everything that represents spirituality, all spirituality means is the, uh, the willingness to evolve. So if we understand that and we get it out of this woo woo and, you know, you need to hold a crystal or you need to do yoga, like all those things are beautiful. And if they are supporting you as tools to help you to see how much more loving and more generous and more kind and more aware you can be, again, go for it. But if it's just there because you think I have to do this because everyone else is doing it, then you are not in relationship with yourself. You are in relationship to someone else and for the need, again, of validation and the need for acceptance, right? So the first key here is to let go of the idea that you have to do something because someone expects you to do something. Mm -hmm. You know, I hear people a lot of times will say to me, Shaman Dura, what is my mission on earth? And I find that to be quite fascinating in the, in the context of the idea of a mission or purpose, because human beings feel that they need to know what that is in order to give themselves some idea of value or some understanding to follow some path. And then when I say to people, there is no such thing as a mission. The, the mission is a created reality that you're creating to give yourself purpose, just like you are can give yourself anything because you are the walking, living God in embodiment. That means that that which you are in flesh, this biological spacesuit, there is the eternal being inside of you that knows and loves you unconditionally already, but you haven't chosen to put your attention 
and your awareness of its existence yeah. fully because you've been lied to by a system that makes you believe God is Santa Claus, uh, that you, if you do good, you're going to get rewarded. If you do bad, you're going to get a lump of coal or you're going to get punished. You've been lied to a system that makes you believe that if you don't do what other people want you to do, you're not going to be accepted. You're not going to be loved. You're not going to be honored and appreciated. And you're going to be outcast. And if you're alone, what does that mean? That means death. So human beings make choices based on the idea of being liked and being loved instead of actually making choices on what is called the intricate wisdom of their being. Yeah. So let me give you an example. Let me show you. Can I show you an example with you? Yes. yes okay. Yes. This is so much. This is going to be so much fun. Yes. Okay. So what I want you to do is I want you to say this out loud. And all of those that you at home, you can say the same thing and follow along. Okay. <laughs> I, we get so excited. <laughs> okay. So what I want you to say is right now. Right now. I'm going to observe. I'm going to observe. In this moment. In this moment. The part of my being. The part of my being. That always has loved me unconditionally. That always has loved me unconditionally. Okay. Okay. And keep observing it. Okay. Keep observing it until you feel energies move through your body oh. and tell me when you feel that and don't take your mind off the observation of that part of you that loves you unconditionally Do you see what's happening to you? Keep yourself there. Keep observing the part of you that loves you unconditionally. Doesn't expect anything from you. Doesn't need you to do something or achieve something or buy something or have something or make something happen. It just loves you unconditionally. It always has from the day you were born and before you were born. And just keep observing it. And when you feel that energy rushing through your body, tell me when you feel that. I feel like I felt it even before you asked. Mm -hmm. And where do you feel that energy? I feel it. I feel it from here at first. I feel at first it was my like my soul request here. Mm -hmm. heart it was really coming from my heart but then i felt it come i felt it in my in my hands and my fingers i feel it i feel it so all the way my head feels hot like i feel mm -hmm. it i feel it everywhere right now i feel it everywhere now let's take it one step further for everyone at home who's wanting to do this now i want you to observe the part that loves you unconditionally and the part inside of that love that knows you're powerful already. Mm. 
and just observe it. Keep observing the part that already knows you're powerful, but you hold all of the powers of the universe inside of you. And keep observing it and also observe the breath breathing into that power. There we go. Now, now here's where the magic really happens. Open your eyes. Now watch this. Say, make me lighter in my body. Make me lighter in my body. Say, take me higher above the Maya and the chaos of this world. Take me higher above the Maya and the chaos of this world. How does that feel? Um, I don't know my body right now. Mm-hmm. Say, um, bring powerful healing energy out of my right and left hand. Bring powerful healing energy out of my right and left hand. How does that feel? That's strong. Mm-hmm. Say, open my heart and bring the fire of unconditional love to blaze through my body. Open my heart and bring the fire of unconditional love to blaze through my body. See how powerful that is, my dear. Yes. Now say, optimize my brain, restore my neurological process. Optimize my brain, restore my neurological process. Accelerate my serotonin and release dopamine in my brain. Accelerate my serotonin and release dopamine in my brain. Balance my hormones. 
Balance my hormones. And center my spine. And center my spine. Open my abilities to speak to the spirit and the beings that are always with me. Open my ability to speak to spirits and the beings that are always with me. Now ask them, are you proud of what I'm doing right now, ancient ones? Are you proud of what I'm doing right now, ancient ones? Did you hear what they said to you? Yes. Exactly. Human beings put walls in front of them that are so completely unnecessary. These walls and these barriers that human beings put in front of them limits them from seeing that they already have the power. The choices that you make through life to learn or take a workshop or to do any of these things are only there to give you the reference that your physical mind, your conscious self wants to believe that if you do this, you'll gain this. If you do this, this thing will happen. The idea of true transformation, or should we say the alchemy of life actually is held within the profound knowing that everything and all things are held within you, waiting for you to draw upon your awareness and to come and be with it as you have. Watch, put your hands like this towards each other. Say magnet. Magnet. Say reverse magnet. Reverse magnet. You see, you're just creating magnetic energy. Now say, turn the magnetic energy up to 60,000. Turn the magnetic energy up to 60,000. <laughs> yes. <laughs> say, wind spirit. Wind spirit. Blow on my face. Blow on my face. Those are the wind spirit. Relationship, my dear, is everything. And the more we begin to recognize, the more we begin to understand and remember who we are. You see, the whole understanding of the matrix that we are living in is not because we come here to learn lessons. Everyone likes to believe that they're on this earth planet and it's a school of some sort and that they've come here to learn lessons, which I find to be very fascinating when I, um, when I observe it. But what we must understand here is that we're not here to learn lessons. We are here to understand why certain souls and beings have chosen certain things that have led them into despair, chaos, fear, lack, limitation, death, poverty, and you name it. We take on their frequencies so that we can understand what they, how they got to where they are. And then we remember who we are and we walk into the darkness and pull them out. 
this is an Operation Planet List. This is an evacuation mission, as you would say, if the human context is a mission to be given at all. It is the understanding that we come here to bring the darkness into the light, not by fear or not by hate or agitation or irritation or putting words like this is a demon or there's a devil or this thing or that thing, but by understanding that our brothers and sisters have free will and some of them have chosen not to come home to the light. So they have chosen to reside in a realm that's very close to earth that they can continue to hide away from the light. So if we were taught when we were kids to be afraid of the dark because there were beings in our room and our parents didn't have the tools to help us understand why they were in our room, why we felt like something was going to pull us from under the bed, why there was a monster in the closet, why was there these, uh, someone calling your name when you're in the hallway, why did you get that chill up the back of your neck? All of these things were there because there was a spirit in being there wanting to get your attention because they needed your help. But the thing is, because we didn't have parents who were like, this is what's going on. Nothing to be afraid of. Here's how you deal with it. Here's how you, you move through it. We don't have to be afraid of the unknown because we are the creators of the unknown. Yes. 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 That was so beautiful. I, I mean, I'm, right now, I, I don't know about you guys, the, the 600, 700, some of you that I am, I am still feeling that energy, Shamander. But when you asked where, where's, where's your power? I mean, it went from here. Of course. And, and I'm still vibrating. That energy is still soaring through. And just all, I, I'm not, I, I lost words, you guys. I'm sorry. I am, I'm just loved right now. And I'm just sending this back up to all of you. And I, I'm, I'm just, I don't have the words, Shandra. I'm just, I'm so grateful to you right now. This was so powerful and it's beautiful. I know you feel me right now. Of course I feel you because I know who you are and I know who you've been in other lifetimes and all your different essences from the other different journeys that you've experienced in other biological spacesuits and off, of, off the grid of this planetary kingdom. What we, what we have to understand, my darling, is that you don't have to be grateful to me. Be grateful to you, because you're the one who's made the choice to actually embark upon this journey. I am grateful to myself to be of service. This is the key element of true understanding of to, to honor God. You know, my whole purpose here on the planet is to worship God, right? And to worship God is to worship you and the trees and the flowers and the animals and the sky and the sun and the wind and the hummingbird and the bee and all the creatures and all their most beautiful essences of creation. The understanding is to create the, uh, the awareness of liberation. You see, human beings love their chains. They love their ropes. Anything that comes in different, that seems uh, different from what they are, they get scared. But the reason why they're getting scared is because they're afraid that this person is going to liberate them and they want to hold on to their chains and ropes. And that's why we don't force people into evolution. We love them into evolution. We don't get mad at our family members and friends because they don't believe what we believe or they don't, they're making fun of the things that we're into. No, 
we understand with grace and dignity and honor who we are as sovereign beings. And we have come here to be a part of this modern playing field where we get to bring these old understandings of reality that have existed throughout the eons and bring it into this time right now for modern uh, adaptability and understanding of how we move as a species and recognizing technology in its most highest essence. Yeah. So, so one of the things that is important for us to always remember, even in the process that we see right now on the planet, be grateful for, this, um, for, the, for the horsemen of petulance creating this corona on the planet right now, because this is an opportune time. This is what I wrote about in the book, Spirit Hacking. If you read the book, yeah. you know, I talk about the blackout, you know, because the whole book, I don't write books just to write books. I write books when spirit tells me it's time to give them this information before something happens. So the book is a, is a, is a, is a basic understanding of how to move through this time with even grace. The key element is be kind to yourself. Be gracious to yourselves. Be wonderful and blessing onto yourself. Be gentle with yourself at this time. This is not a time to, to argue opinions and points. That's what the matrix wants. It wants to rile you up. If you've ever, there's a chapter in my book where I talk about circuses and bread, and we speak about the understanding of Caesar's mentality to keeping the people occupied in the arenas of the gladiators while giving them cheap bread and keeping them entertained. And the more entertained and more reactive they are, and the more they're like caught up in all of that, we can literally just slide by all the things that people would not want us to slide by because they're not busy paying attention. Right. Right. And, and so how do we raise the attention on planet earth? Well, we have to support women. We have to support women. Women are given the blessing of the inner and outer awareness. That means that a female has the ability to see both inner and outer energy, and they have the ability to see discord that can cause difficulty for community. So when we start putting the money in women's hands for their, for their visions and their ideas, when we start supporting women by holding space as men to not, you know, play this game with them of, I know more than you do, but from a place of reverence towards women. Yes. Beautiful. Very important. It is. And I... And so I'm so glad you said that because I think that, I mean, that needs to be heard. It's something that I know that you say often, but it's something that needs to be heard often and reminded of. And there's, there's so much that has been said over this conversation. I had my eyes closed for a big part of it. I apologize if I missed questions um, or comments from, from you guys. Uh, I thank you and I honor you for sharing them. And um, this is so important. I and I know you guys have taken so many notes. There's questions that are popping up on my phone. Uh, Shaman Derek, I, I, you know, I just held up your book. I talked about it earlier. Uh, I know you just talked uh, briefly about it, but this, could you remind everyone again where everyone can find this book? We already had a lot of people say they're listening to an audible. Um, some people have it, some people don't. I know you can go to your site. 
Shannon, will you let us know where all the places to let all these hundreds of people who may not have it yet know? Well, the spirits have been very gracious in, in bringing that book. So it's available in America at all bookstores. Um, so most, and such these places like Barnes and Nobles and so forth and Amazon and everywhere else. But it's also in, uh, so the book is released in Norway, Denmark, Sweden, Spain. Uh, Jeff came out this week in, in Istanbul in Turkey. Wow. So it's all over Turkey. It's in Azerbaijan now, and it's working its way to Dubai and Qatar. And it's also been picked up in Russia. So it comes out in Russia at the end of the year and Portugal just picked it up. So it comes out in Portugal as well. And England um, has it at the same time that it launched in America. And um, so you can get it pretty much anywhere. And, um, and you know, one of the things I also want to share with, uh, with, with the community, and I think it's very important um, in, in the way in which we adapt. Yes. And that is that we stop telling our woe with me stories of the past. Yes. We need to archive our past, darlings. It's time to archive our past. You see, when we continue to keep, keep visiting the graveyards of our pain and we don't alchemize our pain properly. And I'm going to talk about what alchemizing pain is because a lot of times people feel like they have to go through pain and hold on to pain and keep revisiting the graveyard. First and foremost, every time you share your graveyard stories with your friends, you're asking them to step into a role of necromancy, to raise the dead from, the, from their burial so that you can have that zombie walking with you again and reminding you of all the tragedies and traumas and horrors and all the just all the stuff that you really don't need in, in, in stepping into this awareness and this new trajectory of what it means to live a, a, an amazing life, right? And to be the eye of the storm when things get a little bit challenging for human, for human beings on planet Earth, right? But if you keep going to the graveyard and dredging up those skeletons and those corpses and keep spending time there, your energy is going to be depleted. You are going to continue to suffer because the zombie is going to keep attacking you. Why did you resurrect me? Why did you bring me from the grave that I was laid to rest? So we must let go of the graveyard mentality. Such a good reminder. Such a good reminder. It's, a, it's an important reminder for me. It's, I know it's an important reminder for everyone on here. Such a good reminder. Thank you for that. Absolutely. And to alchemize our pain. Alchemizing pain means this. Every energy frequency can be alchemized into a new frequency. However, we have not been given this, this information in school as children. So when we cry and get upset, we just allow ourselves to stay in that one frequency and that one pattern. What if I told you that you can alchemize your pain to pleasure? You can alchemize your pain to create more prosperity. You can alchemize your pain for more energy and power in your body so that your immune system and that your endocrine system and that your body is firing off and, and, and creating that very strong optimized system yes. because you're alchemizing your pain. And so to do so, what you do, and I just want you to feel it. So I want you to think of something that bothers you. Okay. Okay, now you're going to rub your hand. You're going to take this hand towards you like you're looking at it and you're going to rub the inside of your palm like this. 
Very good. And you do that. And what you're going to say is alchemize this feeling or this thought alchemize. into joy and laughter. Alchemize this feeling and this thought, thought into joy and laughter. Keep going. How does that feel? Like, it feels lighter. I mean, I forgot the thought, so. It's, it's, it's your alchemized it. Yeah, I forgot well, the thought. I had thought, and I said that, and I'm rubbing, and then I forgot my thought that, that was bothering me. Mm -hmm. I love and you. Alchemizing your pain, alchemizing your hurt, alchemizing your sadness. All of these things can be alchemized to new energy forms. Mm -hmm. You are a walking, breathing, living creator in the embodiment of your, 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 your biological spacesuit. Yes. You yes. are not, not without power. You have immense power. Yeah, and, and, and that is inside of you. Watch, say, uh, council members. Council members. Do I have power that goes beyond human awareness? Do I have power that goes beyond human awareness? Yes. See what they said to you? Yes. Say, can you send energy into my body right now? Can you send energy into my body right now? <laughs> did you guys feel that did, i mean let me i i felt that did you guys feel that yeah hearts if you felt that this is so powerful i mean my head's tingling so should we answer some questions from everyone gosh i mean i think yes i mean there's there's been some questions that um uh, let me see this first question that came in. Someone said, what are the steps to take those matrix layers off of you and manifest the merge with her himself, with themselves? Okay, so one of the things that you can do, there's two exercises you can do. Uh, you can say, right now I'm going to observe the chains and ropes and beliefs that are limiting me from liberation. So you can do that. And then you just set a timer for like 10 minutes, five minutes, how much you want to observe, and you will be shown everything you need to see. Another way you can do it is you can say right now, I am going to observe as the witness to the fight that I have with myself in being free and liberated. And then you will get to see the fighter in you that fights you from creating money or creating relationships or creating success or creating good health or creating any of these things. Because there is a human beings will fight themselves from their own chain. So once you are aware of those by being a witness to the fight, you're able to understand what the fight is and why. And then you can begin to dismantle it. Wow, powerful. I hope you guys are taking notes. There's another question. I'll scroll up. Scroll up. Uh, 
some people, my, my folks, cause people know to text me that my phones, they said they're feeling hot all over. Is that okay? Yes. Yes. That's your powers increasing and your thermogenic system raising up its vibrational field. So all the cells in your body literally have to raise frequency because you're now tapping into your real source power. Some people say they feel lightheaded, you know, and they feel, some people said what I felt too, Al, that I'm out of their body. They can't, they're not, they don't feel like they're in their body. That okay. Yeah. So we want to understand that when we are asking to be taken above the Maya, above the chaos, we are literally saying we don't want to be in the static ruffle that human beings are creating on the planet. Now, I live um, in both planes. So I'm here in the physical, but my spirit is above the Maya. So I'm not affected by human discord. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I watch things. I, I observe them I'm like, oh, now they're marching. Oh, now they're getting angry. Oh, now they're going right, left. Oh, now they're doing this. How fascinating. What an interesting experience that I'm witnessing. Now, how can I best serve humanity at this time from a place of unconditional love and being able to bring them the right source of information for them to knock off this, this nonsense of being in the Greek theater and putting on masks and playing out characters of the game and the system wants them to play. You see, but when you are above the Maya, you are not paying attention to these nonsenses. You are focusing on what is important to amplify love on the planet. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Amp- that's it. Yeah. So, so that's why they get lightheaded. The reason why you get lightheaded. So in shamanism, when you start learning how to access your powers, you begin to get lightheaded a little bit because you're not aware that your body is now increasing its synthesis and the way it's communicating from cell to cell and the way your energy structures that support those cells are moving in what we call the river of continuum. That means that your being is communicating constantly to the universe, to the nature, to everything around you. And when you increase your power and your awareness, your your capability to sense that the frequencies and subtle frequencies becomes astronomical. Wow. Wow. Are you guys taking notes in all of that? I just looked up at the time. We may get cut off. What should we do? Should we go back? Should we jump back on? Yeah, famous one. We'll go back on. Let's rock. Okay, yeah. Um, there's some other people that said, um, oh, another question. What other forms of transmuting energy can I use to deflect people who are not wishing me well? That was one of the questions. Well, first of all, we want to understand as far as people not wishing you well, they're never not wishing you well. They're not wishing themselves well. But if you do need to be able to find a frequency, you want to do is you want to use what is called spectrum energy. So like, I'll give you an example. What you want to say right now is I want you to observe. I want you to observe. The color frequency. The color frequency. That deflects negative energy that deflects negative energies. What color did you see? For me, white. Good. Say, download white into my body at 20,000. Download white into my body at 20,000.
See how that feels? Are you guys but, feeling this? But perhaps you, perhaps you want to know what brings love. So say, I want you to observe the color that brings love into your life. So say that. I want you to observe the color that brings love into life. Into your life. Into your life. I'm so sorry. There we go. I couldn't see your face. I want you to observe the frequency, the color that brings love into your life. What color did you see, my dear? For me, it's pink. Great. So then you would burn a pink candle or you would wear something pink or you would download pink into your system so that love can walk in. You see, in shamanism, we have what are called, they're called frequency formulas. Frequency formulas open doors and allow things to move and energy to move. The, the greatest thing we have to understand is whenever we say as a human being, I feel this energy stuck, we're actually making it stuck in that moment. We always want to say, I feel the energy is a little sluggish, but it's still moving. Because we always want to see energy always moving. Everything is moving in the universe. It's a wonderful moving field of consciousness and energy and emotion. The wind is moving. The planet's moving. The yeah. trees are moving. Your cells are moving. Everything is moving. So when we understand frequency formulas, we begin to find the frequency that, that moves that very, uh, how do you say, movement into a greater flow. Mm -hmm. And this is something very important. So a lot of times in, in, in cultural, uh, like shamans in Peru or Native Americans, Africans, the Sami people, all of them understand this relationship mm -hmm. and they understand the movement of energy. And so anyone who is chosen to be a healer or a mystic or anyone who's here to read people or any of these things, right? They, they're here to, to bring that energy. So like, for instance, with you, my dear, you know, you have, so I, I want to share something with you. Um, on your mother's side of the family, uh, three generations back, uh, they had the ability to see what, what goes on within a human being. So your, so your, so in your, your family bloodline on your mother's side, three generations back, your grandfather, who was so strong and so smart, was able to bring in knowledge and information that helped your family build a stronger intuition. And that's the reason why since you were a little girl, you always knew which thing to go to without having to really think because it's been a part of your bloodline, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's really cool. And that's why sometimes you'll be, someone will be talking to you. You get this weird tingling sensation in your body. And you're like, yes. when you were like, what is that? And that's because your grandfather generated that awareness. And then it was passed down through your bloodline. Mm. It's pretty powerful, my dear. Wow. Yeah, that is, that is, you know, I mean, that is exactly how it's been and how I feel. And I didn't know. I understand it for the longest time. I, I had no idea, and no one in my family understood or explained that at all. And it, it took me, it took many years for me to, to really start to embrace and understand. I don't know if pursue is the right word, but spirituality so that I could understand this, that which you're sharing. So what we want, what we want to understand about frequency is that every frequency that shows up doesn't mean you have to accept it. It's a choice. This is your technology. You get to decide what goes in that technology and what comes out of that technology. And that's the greater responsibility 
as each individual on the planet to make a decision how their technology and how they utilize their technology in this time and at this moment. And so when we deal, when we see things that are uncomfortable or so forth, the, one of the greatest things that, um, you know, that I've learned from my elders is that to not react. And I'll explain to you why. Because of this universe being fluid and because everything is fluid, including uh, energy and, and, and everything that you see, the moment you try to analyze it, speculate it, or go into it, you actually trap yourself into it. You are literally going into it in that dimension and saying, this is real to me. And when you actually step back and begin to observe without going into it, the frequencies don't penetrate into you, right? And so therefore you are able then to make a clear understanding of which way in which to use your power. So one of the things we, we want to be mindful of in the process of remembering on earth is to not use our power against ourselves and against someone. That means that you don't speak bad about yourself and you don't speak bad about another person. You just observe and, and see what is going on. Yes. And then you make choices. So if the waters look dirty, you can say the waters are dirty and then use your power and say, however, there are powerful people waking up right now and they're doing all of these things and the water itself, the healing that's going into this water is healing the waters right now. Someone's in the hospital who's sick. You don't go, oh, my grandmother is so sick. You say, my grandmother is going through a transition of recognizing her, her self-love and her need for her power to be in that autonomy and her cells and her body is getting stronger and better. We want to speak into the flux of creation. Creation is always waiting for us to see what we're going to create. And so human beings always think that their consciousness is their consciousness. You create your consciousness as so do you create everything else. So when you are speaking for something versus against something, you are utilizing your power in a way that supports not only yourself, but the collective we that we all are. Yes, yes. Uh, this is everything you're saying. It's just such powerful reminders. I hope you guys are writing all of this down. Yes, for those of you guys that asked again, I will be sharing this, but listen to these, everything, these words are such powerful reminders for all of us. And, you know, we have actually several questions that came in that were the same that said, I try to observe, how do I remove judgment? Which I think is a very honest and beautiful question. Absolutely. Because what, you know, we understand that judgment is a fear from traveling outside of your awareness. That's all it is. It's literally, it's a fear of you traveling outside of your awareness of what you believe and what you accept as reality. So when you judge something, you're not judging it. You're judging yourself and your reality. So if I say and look at someone and judge them, I'm not really judging them. I'm judging my reality of the world in which I see for myself. I can never judge them because in order to actually see someone, you have to love them. And to love them is to see everything. Right. Yes. 
Yes. Are you, did you, I hope that answered that. And I saw a bunch of people that said, you know, it's a great question. I know there's a lot of you that resonate with that as you're trying to learn. Um, there are there are questions about, and, and this is a great reminder for myself as well, just like loving yourself all the time, right? To love and honor yourself. And this person said, I try, but I just don't feel it sometimes. Well, I mean, I can understand that. I mean, you use the word I try and try and get you absolutely nowhere. You see, so the idea of trying anything is not accepting and committing to it and understanding that the only reason why, and, and is there a name for that person? No. So we get these questions and, and then we have it typed up so that I Okay. Can... I'll download them. Give me a second. <sighs> okay. Got it. Here's, for, here's the message for you, darling. The reason why I don't go into loving myself is because I felt that people pulled on me so much growing up as a child. And I felt that the expectations around people were never met. And therefore, I could not come into that place of loving myself. I realized that I hold on to a lot of embarrassment and fear around being my true self because I don't want to make a fool of myself or I don't want people to be upset with me if they're uncomfortable with me. What I'm learning right now is that I have to live my life as I choose to. And if someone is uncomfortable with me, then it is what is natural and necessary for their evolution as a spirit to go through. And if I am there to be that interrupter, to allow that change to occur, then so be it. I realize that I asked Shaman Durek this question because I've been holding on to a lot of guilt and shame which do not need to be with me anymore. And that's why I'm now starting to let it go. Good. That's the person that wrote that. That's for them. Wow. That's powerful. And you know what? I bet there's a lot of other persons out there that have that same feeling and, and heard these words and can relate and that resonated with them too. So for that person that shared, I apologize. I didn't write down the name, but that's your message and answer and know that your question also helped so many other people hundreds of other people heard that and so we honor you for that as well um another question popped up uh can you okay so i don't speak negatively of myself but i uh, of others but i do of myself how can i stop this 30-year habit that i do all day long i think shaman Durek sort of already gave some insight on that. But Wait, what was the question? I'll answer directly to the person. Okay. I just got to pull down their spirit so I can see them. Great. Go ahead. He says, I don't speak negatively of others, but I do of myself. Mm, How can okay. I stop this 30-year habit that I do all day? That I do all day. Pull it. Hold on. Let me pull their files down. Take a look. Okay, so the file says, um, the reason why I think negativity of myself is because there was a lot of big opportunities that came my way and I self-sabotaged myself because I allowed someone in my life who was constantly playing with my emotions. I didn't give myself a chance to truly see what was necessary for me. I made it more about them. And through that process, I lost those opportunities. And so I'm always beating up on myself, telling myself I'm not good enough 
to actually step into that place of loving myself because I keep reminding myself of the past and the choices that I made. I realize now by sharing this information with Shaman Durek, and I'm now getting the information, and I realize that a lot of the back pain that I've been holding on to and the lower stomach abdominal stress that I've been feeling has been because I constantly am being hard on myself and not realizing that I need to be kind and gentle to myself and realize that I made choices because of the things that I went through with my mother. As I'm able now to move through these energies, I'm already starting to feel clearing and I'm starting to feel so much better now that Shaman Durek has answered this for me. Mm. Yes. I hope that helped you, love. I hope that you you heard and you received all of that. Uh, another question. Shaman Durek, do you, do you have time for this? Right? Are, you, are, you, are we okay on time with you? Because there's no. a lot of questions and I want to make sure we honor your time. I have 10 more minutes. Okay, 10 more minutes, you guys. Just, uh, and yes, he's a, he's a shaman. That's different than a psychic. We see a lot of, um, a lot of, a lot of comments thinking that you're a psychic. <laughs> um, no, he's a shaman. And, and actually, just for a couple of minutes, can we share a little bit about your healing temple? I would love for the people yes. that are on, maybe some new people. Um, I would love for you to share about the healing temple. Yeah, so the Healing Temple is a temple that Spirit asked me to create in reverence of, of everyone around the world to come in where I can share information with them as Spirit is telling me to give them things to up-level their lives, also to do healing and clear energies that's, that's getting in the way of keeping that flow and that, that, that flourishing inside of them, be it for love, abundance, or health, or well-being, or whatever it may be. And so the Healing Temple is a place where all the ancestors from all the tribes and your ancestors come in and they share information with me to assist you and being in living your best life. And so we have it on Sunday, but we're moving it to Saturday. So this is our last Sunday. And then we're going to be removing it to Saturday so that people can, um, can come into the temple. So the temple, we talk, we share, you can ask questions. We, we, you know, we dive deep into information so that when you leave the healing temple, which is only $10 for 45 minutes of, of, of like amazing healing, you literally walk out of there just knowing that you are this leader of legacy and that there's nothing and nothing that can stand in your way of recognizing the love and the power that you represent. And it's, it's absolutely great to hear the letters that people have been writing me. One guy had his, his father come in and it's changed his life and it's helped so many different people. And it's just absolutely a blessing that spirits have asked me to hold that space for them to show up for everyone in the world. So what a blessing. And, you, and there's so many questions I know. And now, now my phone is blowing up with tech messages with questions. You guys join, join Shaman Jerk's Healing Temple. That is where you can receive healing. That is where you can receive the light and love. It's where you can get your questions answered. Yes. Um, and and that's it. And and it's moving from Sunday to Saturday, but what time and where is the best place? Everyone is asking, is it online? Yes, it's online. It's online and it um and you can go to shamandirect.com and look up the uh the what is it called the event and go to the healing temple. And I also want to share something with you my dear is that okay? Of course, Please. absolutely anything. Okay, I want you to repeat after me, okay? I'm going to pull your 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 file all your files down and take a look at the one that spirit wants me to access. Ah, this one right here. This is a good one. Okay, ready? Ready. 
I have made major transitional shifts in my life with my family and in my, and who I am as a woman. I have made major transitional shifts in my life with my family and as a woman. And this has given me greater insight in how I can serve. And this has given me greater insight into how I can serve. This neck and pain stuff that I've been feeling for the past two weeks is now releasing from my body and clearing from my system. This neck and pain that I've been feeling for the past two weeks is now releasing from my body and clearing from my system. Which has been causing an imbalance that has gone up the back of my neck and in, into my neurological process which has been causing an imbalance that has gone up from the back of my neck and which is, and that has been causing a neurological imbalance. A neurological imbalance. I am now releasing the pressure from my ear and I'm starting to feel much better. I am now releasing the pressure from my ear and I'm starting to feel much better. This power source that I'm feeling right now is very strong. This power source that I'm feeling right now is very strong. And I know what spirit is asking me to do. And I know what spirit is asking me to do. It's asking me to stop holding back my truth. It's asking me to stop holding back my truth. And really speak what I see. And really speak what I see. This has been the situation with my father that has been me, had me going through a lot of healing. This has been a situation with my father that has had me going through a lot of healing. And I know that my sister is constantly wanting me to step into that power. And I know that my sister is constantly wanting me to step into that power. Because I do have a gift to see. Because I do have a gift to see. But I was really afraid to speak because I didn't want people to get hurt by what I say. But I was really afraid to speak because I didn't want people to get hurt by what I say. Now I'm releasing that. Now I'm releasing that. And I'm opening up the chambers of my throat right now. And I'm opening up the chambers of my throat right now. I am a truth seeker. I am a truth seeker. And yes, it will upset some people. And yes, it will upset some people. But I am a messenger from God. But I am a messenger from God. That is why I've always known what people need. That is why I've always known what people need. And I am here now to bring the full power of my being to full expression. And I am here now to bring the full power of my being to that full expression. And I can feel this energy inside of me now. And I can feel this energy inside of me now. And it is long overdue to feel this power. And it is long overdue to feel this power. No more walking on eggshells. No more walking on eggshells. No more tiptoeing around people's emotions. No more tiptoeing around people's emotions. I am ready to be the woman that I was born to be. I am ready to be the woman that I was born to be. And I'm not afraid anymore. And I'm not afraid anymore. 
Because this day has taught me something great. Because this day has taught me something great. And I am wearing my crown as the queen on my head. And I am wearing the crown as the queen on my head. And no more am I holding back my tongue. And no more am I holding back my tongue. And this gives me great reward in spirit. And this gives me great reward in spirit. And I feel so much better now than I have felt in a very long, long time. And I feel so much better now than I have felt in a very, very long time. There you go, my dear. I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you too. Thank you. I'm glad you're saying that to yourself. Thank you. Nice there we go. To all of you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. Remember, we need you women. We need you fully activated. Us men have a lot to learn. A lot to learn from women. A lot. To, I have so much to learn from you. So much to learn from women. Still dismantling that, that chauvinistic side and looking at where my father has imprinted those things and, and looking with my brothers to see where we can come together and release it. But we need you activated. We need strong women to be able to speak and hold that stick to the ground and bring their counsel so that we can move through this time and be able to thrive as a species. We cannot do it without the pillars of women in place. Women are the cornerstones of society. Yes. It is the great upbringing. I feel better than I have felt in a long, long time. Ache. This is so powerful, beyond words. And I, I'm so grateful that we're all able that you are all, we're all able to experience this together. I am honored and I'm, and I'm blessed. Thank you. Thank you to myself. Thank you to my spirits. Thank you. Thank you to all of you. I'm so humbled right now. So humbled. Thank you. I share.